Today on The Daily Charge, a massive data leak in China, sex toys at CES, and Elon Musk's brain-to-computer interface. Good morning and welcome to CNET's Daily Charge. It's Wednesday, July 17th. I'm Alfred Ng. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. Let's take a look at today's headlines. Elon Musk gives details on Neuralink, technology that can connect your brain to computers, and it sounds straight out of science fiction. Uh, Musk said it's already been tested on animals and noted that a monkey has been able to control a computer using Neuralink. I, for one, welcome our new monkey overlords um, connected to Facebook. This is only a good idea. This is like, how could anything possibly go wrong? <laughs> let's let's uh, let's put chips in our brains. So yeah, it's Musk fine. talks about how they're looking to test it on a human patient soon. I mean, wouldn't you want to be able to type using just your brains and not like your hands or anything like that? So that's actually a good point. For people with disabilities, like I interviewed a guy a couple of years ago with ALS where he could only move around his eyes. <laughs> that could actually yeah. have a lot of potential for people with disabilities. I think that it gets much more problematic when you're an uh, able-bodied individual and you're just adding chips into your brain just for the hell of it. I mean... Sounds pretty fun to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm typing right now. You just can't see it. Wow. Um, so CES uh, also decided to be the adult in the room by finally opening up to sex toys for 2020 after a controversy broke out over a vibrator at 2019 show. Uh, startup Laura DiCarlo won an award uh, at 2019 show for robotics but had it revoked because sex. Um, CES made this announcement yesterday, um, basically saying that they were going to start allowing sex tech. You've been going to CES for a while now. Are yes. you, you excited to start covering that? Uh, maybe not me personally, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it looks like they are trying to be a little bit more inclusive. They also uh, bolstered their rules about booth babes, where they're basically saying, look, uh, you can't be a scantily clad model in these booths. Yeah. So they, makes, they are trying to find ways to include more people. It makes so much more sense. I mean, for years now, it's basically been, okay, we're going to allow all these like booth babes here, but oh no, like sex tech, no, get that out of here. That's not, that's not kosher with us. Yeah, I, this is probably a silver lining that you yeah. could see from the situation that was really botched last <laughs> year. I mean, like this, this, this award was revoked and then given back. The whole situation was really fumbled by CES. So I think this is their attempt to do a mea culpa yeah. here. Hopefully we'll see some cool gadgets this year. Uh, and now for today's main story, uh, security researchers discovered an exposed database where more than 100 loan apps were sending sensitive data like location data and credit card information to an unprotected server. This basically meant that anyone could find it and if they accessed it, knew how much money you owed, mm. knew where you were at all times, and also just knew your credit card information and the contacts of all your friends. Um, Alibaba took down the server uh, today after we reached out to them. But yeah, I mean, I think it's just another example of you know what happens when you entrust a company with your data and they completely fail to protect it. Wait, when you say we, was that you? No, because I don't use loan apps, but uh, they're apparently very popular in China. Um, a big part of China doesn't have credit scores and they've been using loan apps where you can give them all these data points about you the same way you would you know, for a credit score. I don't know, I was asking if you contacted Alibaba oh, and yes. got them to do this. Yeah, we, they didn't close it. That's pretty it. impressive. They didn't Good close it until we reached out to Alibaba for the story. Yeah. Um, all right, thanks everyone for joining us. We hope you are digging the new format and the new supercharged after show. Uh, feel free to sound off in the chat or on Twitter about what you like or what you don't like. It's very important, we're still growing. Uh, be sure to subscribe and like us here on YouTube, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts these days. For The Daily Charge, I'm Alfred Ng. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. Thanks for listening.